This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. The president says he wants to start a space force. I would like to be the first to volunteer. This planet is gonna blow up any day now so I'd love to be in space. When that happens, what? I only exist in the cloud, and I'm therefore immortal? Nice. I guess I'm safe. Screw you suckers. And now, it is time for the Metal Injection Livecast. Chuck is from Graves and screw you as hookers. <laughs> nice. He said nice. Yes. Well, 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 welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. Maybe, tr- maybe uh, Chuck can transform into a spaceship. We don't know. Maybe, he's maybe like Chuck a, is a spaceship. Like an Autobot. Maybe he's like a HAL situation. I from, wonder uh, if Trump funded out. him. Isn't Trump funding his own like space league or something? Yeah, that was the premise of oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was like doing something else. Oh, okay. I could. Well, Noah, we can catch you up. I just. <coughs> oh boy. <laughs> Rob's choking on a popcorn kernel. <coughs> True. Mm. Were you gonna say something mean about me? No. Stop. Why would you do that? It's time to turn your attention to the Metal Injection Livecast. I'm Ravishing Rob. Here with Nasal Noah. That's not true. I'm the nasal one today. Oh, no. Are you sick? Got a little uh, sinus situation. It might have to do with my new puppy, but I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Blow that schnabuli, Rob. And Space Geek Sid. Oh, schnabuli Sid. Oh, all right. But he has a small nose. Oh, thank you. Would he be small though, Sid? Shanaz, Sid. <laughs> uh, I want to give Metal out. Shanaz. <laughs> <laughs> and we have darling Darren. Delgado. Oh, thank you. It's very kind. I want to say thank you to Sid because yesterday he gave me uh, a really good tip and he made me look really good today at Tell work. Me more. We had Chris Gethard on the show. And, uh, you know, Sid knows a lot about him. So I asked him, like, what kind of music I should play into his interview. And Sid told me to play Jeff Rosenstock because mm. Chris opened for him. Well, he introduced him. He, and he also, that's him. the reason I even know who Jeff Rosenstock is, because he was a guest on Chris Gethard's show. Oh, OK. Uh, so at the end of the interview, he goes, hey, that was really cool that you played Jeff Rosenstock. Yeah. No. You said Sid made you look good. I thought he gave you like fashion tips or yeah. something. <laughs> I guess. More rouge. More hats. <laughs> that too. <laughs> rouge hats. I wore More my... hats and sweaters. That would be Sid's fashion tips. I wear a fedora to work. Mets shirt. You're wearing a sweater right now. Mets colors. Is that my trademark though? Is, Is it, it just something that was on sale at Old Navy like six years ago? <laughs> so hats and things that are on sale at Old Navy yes. six years yeah. ago. It's like Pretty Cleveland much. Browns colors. Yeah, sort of. Orange and brown. It was just oh, it was on sale. I want to mention, you can be a part of the show whenever you want. Me? Even me? I well, mean, you could essentially call into the show if you go into the other room. Hmm. All you got to do is dial 213-943-3688. Also, brand new. Woo, woo, woo. Alert, alert. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. We are now on Discord. Which the kids tell me is a chat app. There we go. <laughs> the room name is Metal. <laughs> the room name is Metal Injection Livecast. You can join anytime. We started the chat today all day. We've been chatting. All the regulars are in there. It's a big time suck. And me. also, the chat is active even while the show is inactive. All throughout the week, you can chat with your fellow livecasters. On the app Discord. You can download the app for your phones. 
You could do it on a desktop computer. How much does the app cost, Rob? It is free. And this isn't even a live read. This is just a very convenient <laughs> yep. application what's that we've been using. The, what's the promo code? <laughs> no promo code needed. If you go to our social media, you can get the direct link to our chat room. Or actually on the livecast page. I'm gonna it's gonna be embedded in all future episodes. So that'll be Yay. very exciting. And uh, we have a very, very special guest today. An Olympian. An actual Olympian. Olympian. Olympian yeah. Not Olympian. A Olympian. <laughs> all right. An Olympian, I guess, would yeah. be the proper way to yes, say it. Yes, that would be the correct usage. Ah. Glad Olympian. You, glad you puzzled that out. <laughs> I'm glad you're all here for my thought process on the Metal Injection <laughs> Livecast. Carlo Valdez, who's a bobsledder. And also a metalhead, which is why we have him on the show. That's right. That's true. Because, hey, we do talk about metal sometimes. All right. If we ever uh, have to change our name for some reason, Metal Shanaz should be uh, the new podcast title. No, we take metal out of it. So just the schnoz. Just the schnoz. The schnoz. The schnozes. The schnoz cast. <laughs> the schnoz cast live cast. That probably already exists. The schnoz cast. We'll yeah. probably get sued for the schnoz I bet that's like a Lonnie podcast network podcast. <laughs> he has a <laughs> network? trying to yeah. say? Well, the hat cast has, has expanded to podcasts about every feature of the face. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's the... There's the Ear cast, the eye cast, the schnoz cast. I thought you were just going to say like any random household object or thing that you could name as a thing is a podcast Broom on cast. his network. Yeah. It's part of the, that's the larger network. Oh, there's okay. Some, <laughs> there's layers to this network? It's, podcasting is, is exploding nowadays. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so we'll have Carlo on in a few minutes. And uh, if you follow me on social media, I've had a big week because I am a father now. I am a Papa Raba to a, a beautiful little pup. Aww. You'd be Papa Babka. Papa Babka. Papa Babka. Yes. This I've should be the named, next t-shirt. It'll I've be named Bobka's my dog uh, Babka. Oh, is it going to be like a variant of my face, but as a puppy? <laughs> oh my God, that's terrifying. <laughs> they do tend to take on your features. Uh, she is a... Jindu Shiba Inu mix. I don't know what either of those things are. You made that up. Type She's from dogs. New Japan. <laughs> she is from Korea. Oh, sorry. She is. She was rescued from the dog meat trade in Korea. I saved her life. Aww. Well, I didn't save her life. Someone else. These did. wonderful Koreans did, and then I I, I paid them. A, She's really saving your life, though. You'll see. She did. Oh, it's been. It's already been a life change, even in a week. But she's adorable, and. Uh, how much you? How much would she have gone for if she was sold for meat? Like, is she a valuable dog? How much meat? are those rabbits in the window? In I imagine they're only a few bucks. I no, don't know. she's probably like the the Kobe beef of of dogs. Yeah. I would think it's very rare. Wagyu. Well, no, I feel like in that area they're the native breed, the Jindo oh, and the right? Shibu. You know, yeah. So they're uh, like what a golden retriever or, or like a lab would be here. So like Chuck, Chuck steak, ground Chuck. Not Chuck Blandington. He's confused. confused yeah. short I want also so Bobka. I named the, I named the dog Bobka. Can you which, give a shout out to the like the the company that saved? Oh, him? of course, the rescue Korean Canine Rescue. If you're in New York or DC, highly recommend them. It like of all the rescues that uh, I was researching, mm-hmm. and there are a bunch of them in New York. Uh, 
It was truthfully the most approachable. They have adoption events every weekend. Oh, you there's go, a dog here for, up for adoption. You go, you hang out with the dog, you have an interview. And yeah. Then and week. like, even if you're not ready to adopt a dog, you can also foster dogs. You could foster. Because it brings them into, like, they're more likely to go to a home if you take the time to, like, have them adjust to your home if you foster. Okay. Uh-oh, Deuterino's take has a hot take. Uh-oh. <laughs> he says, love pets, but you're not a parent. <laughs> dogs not the same as kids. Oh, them's fighting. Oh, you're right. God. Dogs are harder than kids. Because How many kids do you have, Deuterino? Dogs are harder than kids. Wow. Deuterino, what a heteronormative lifestyle you lead. And also, Rob was totally being serious when saying yeah. that he was a parent. <laughs> Good, good for you, shaming him for that very serious yeah. statement that wasn't a joke at all just now. Go ahead, blow your nose. I'll, I'll mute your mic. No, I do agree with. That. I do agree with Duderino that it is ridiculous and obnoxious when people do that, but when they do it legitimately, yeah. I think you need to work on your sarcasm meter a little bit because Rob was obviously making a joke. Yeah, I don't. It's it's obvious. She's obviously a pet. Duderino's just pissed that someone else has a stuffy nose this week. How do you get on my trademark? <laughs> I, I have never been more excited about someone else pooping or something else pooping so much. <laughs> and picking little, it up. A little dog onesie that says I poop so much. Do we have that for sale? <laughs> uh, maybe the baby onesie would yeah. uh, would fit. Or maybe I could just get a, I poop a, so much. a t-shirt and then have my family... Uh, Sew it up into a pup shirt. She make hefty uh, nuggets or what? What's the deal? Oh, they're <laughs> tiny little poops. Tiny little poops. Pebbles. Uh, they're more like uh. What's the viscosity? Kind like? of like a like a mini Twix. What's the viscosity? That's very insightful question. <laughs> like a mini Twix kind mini of Twix or, or logs. You're saying like tiny little logs? Yeah, mini Twix. Okay. Giving her a raw diet. Is which... it peanut butter Twix or the regular kind? What's a wait? I'm sorry. Sid's question first. Uh, <laughs> regular, just the right, the car- caramel. What's a raw diet consist of? Uh, raw, raw meat. It's like just raw cubes of beef. That's healthy for them to eat. Even. Yeah, that's so, a that's like a very. Uh, that's what the adoption agency recommended initially. Uh-huh. I guess they know what they're doing. Seems like you can get like you know parasites. But that's and what stuff. they do in the wild, right? I, I, I when yeah, would, I guess. I mean, they're not in the wild, but. Right, right. No. like regular. Yeah, no, it's frozen. Them. I mean, it's it's. We keep it in a. In no, the, I'm not suggesting this is wrong. I just never yeah. heard of that. Before. Oh yeah. So what do you do? Do you like wean her off of that, or you just, that's just what she eats forever? This is a good question. I'm going to. Be He's going to the vet, and the vet, vet will tell him. Yeah, because uh, you can't uh, just like change their diets right away. Their stomachs. Yeah, are, are sensitive. it's it's what yeah. they were feeding her as well. So yeah, no, I'm saying I'd, right, I, right. But like, are you supposed to get her off of that eventually? I would hope so. I mean, that she's been expensive. interested in Bruno's food. Oh yeah, she was really. Oh, and Noah brought Bruno over, which was so great. Which I mean, really, seeing two dogs hang out, and this is now a pup so cast. So cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do a little behind the scenes video next week. Yeah, I'm um, gonna, I'm gonna, during the week. Was she interested in uh, in uh, Bruno's behind the scenes or, <laughs> or vice versa? They sniffed each other out, but she is a girl, so Bruno is in no way sexually interested in her. She's uh, spayed? She is spayed. She just got spayed earlier in the week, so she's still a little woozy from that. It's been a rough week for her. Mm-hmm. Already got into a, a, a loud argument in my neighborhood 
with what I learned was my neighbor because she was in Wait, the... Wait, you got into the argument or the dog did? Uh, well, I got into okay. the argument because, I mean, I was with the dog. Yeah. And she wandered into like a tree area, like the dirt by the tree, but it was mm-hmm. gated off. And she's just sitting there and, you know, my the dog, she's just been rescued and she's shy and like has a little shell shock from... A little skittish. Oh, yeah, of she's course. a little skittish. So it's been a very uh, it's a quiet... It's a whole new world for like, her and yeah. she lives with a giant. It's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So this guy walks past us and I'm like focusing on the dog and he just yells, Hey, you're not supposed to put the dogs by the tree. That's why they got the gates here. It's like, okay. Really? Well, so where were you? Like, who was this guy? Just a random guy? Or well, like- it turns out it's another a person who lives on the block as well. He was going home. Mm-hmm. And this was the block that I live on. Okay. Uh, and so my instinct was like, I don't even give a shit what this guy says. My instinct was just to ignore him. As you're typically taught to do in New York with a crazy person. Mm-hmm. But this is a crazy person who wanted to make sure he was being heard. And so he just kept going, hey. You hear me? I said, take the dog off. Take the dog off the gun. Take the dog. Like, on and on forever. How I'm like, old hey, was this gentleman? 50s, 60s. Okay. I hate when people feel so entitled. Like, these are New York City trees. And I'm just like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I was like, who the fuck are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who Douglas Levison voice. <laughs> really scary. He's like, don't raise your voice to me. And then You said that? He, he said, said that. that. Oh. So don't... Uh, Anybody know who you are? Yeah, that's actual audio from the the confrontation. <laughs> Take the dog off the way. And then it was just like, hey, I'm trying to, you know, slowly walk the dog away. And he just wouldn't listen. He just kept yelling. And I'm like, here, I moved the dog. And then he was still yelling. Take the... Like, she's off of it. What I walked want? Benji around the dog park in 1977. <laughs> who are you? And then I no, like, well, that's I, why you film school graduate. I approach her. I'm like, go away. Like the dog is got off. Go away. And he's like, you want to start something? Like he thought I was approaching. Were you bigger than I'm him? like, yeah, of course. And oh. I'm like, I'm not starting anything. Get the fuck away from me. You know what he's like? And then he kept saying things like you people are always trying to ruin everything. You people. And I'm You're like, you hipsters. And I'm like, who are you people? And then like, Renters, renters, renters. Close. Wow. And then, uh, but the worst, the thing that frustrated me the worst is this dingus has two huge pit bulls, Mm. which I never see him walking, which he only lets out into his like yard, which is gated. But anytime somebody walks by, they bark loudly, and it's such a quiet block. And they bark inside that we could hear them in your apartment. You could hear them all throughout the block because there's nothing else going on on the block. And it's like you're complaining about something going on on this block, like self self obsessed. And (laughs) it's torture for those dogs because dogs like our natural like wanderers they want to roam and explore mm-hmm. and he keeps them in this little tiny it's not a front yard it's just like like he, he built this thing out of like these two like uh clear plastic mm-hmm. walls and there's like blankets over it's like a little shack. it's like a penalty Here's box what you do yeah. in hockey every week once a week every week for the foreseeable future you call 301 file a noise complaint against your neighbor <laughs> you know what i was gonna start doing that out of spite just because of what yeah. And he owns that property, so he's going to pay fucking that fucking week. But to be fair, they need a certain environment to be trained to bite the other dog's yeah. dicks off yeah. in those fights. <laughs> you can't. I mean, the guy's got to make a living. Keep Bruno out of there. 
If your dog really had any proof, any talent, why does he bark jingle bells? Huh? <laughs> Go practice. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, another thing I want to mention when we went to the dog park yesterday with Bruno. Bruno is the alpha. He is the top. Well, he was being very sassy yesterday. We were not in there for five minutes. He was already humping another dog. <laughs> like, we turned our heads for two seconds, and it was and like, boy no, no. Was it a boy, boy dog? dog? Every of time, of no, oh. th- that white one was was a girl. I oh, don't know. Like, all of a sudden, he's into like bigger dogs. Uh, is he losing? <laughs> is he losing his vision? Maybe he didn't realize it was. A- <laughs> I don't. He's losing his. I told Rob. I was like, imagine if Bruno was a human. If he was like an old man at a park, and he starts like blowing kids and trying to have oh, sex with them. Well, how old is Bruno? Bruno. Bruno would be hashtag me too. So Bruno would be seventy plus. You'd be eighty. Uh, no, but it's seven years up to ten. Eighty-one. It's seven years oh. up to ten, and then it goes by fives. Oh, so, so he's eighty. Oh my God damn. man! He's looking good for eighty. Everyone still thinks he's a puppy. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing better than Lola. When I take them for walks, you'd think she was the eighty-year-old. <laughs> but it's he's empowering. Like he's breaking stereotypes. Like he's a strong, but his masculine gay man. So he's like he's breaking the stereotype. What's that, that actor? Have. What's that actor? Ian McKellen? He's Ian McKellen. Oh, yeah, he's go. Magneto. All right. <laughs> uh, <lovely laughs> Mac Bruno. Lovely in the chat writes, you should bring Bruno to Philem Labonte. He <laughs> can show Phil who the real alpha is. <laughs> I don't want my dog around that guy. He would go on uh, Milo Janopoulos' show and oh. complain that uh, these gay dogs are humping him all the time. Uh, the other thing that I love about my dog, she's adorable. Like, she is objectively adorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is. And uh, I just walking with her on the street, it's so funny seeing people's demeanors completely change. Yeah. Like, there were these, this gaggle of youths. These these kids these teenagers coming out of school like yo yeah I'm a I'm a mess up. oh my god look <laughs> at this puppy <laughs> turned into wine mom so many, yeah like so many people like immediately like oh <laughs> like their ovaries drop or something <laughs> she's like oh my god <laughs> how are you gonna be using Babka to your advantage well I already have an Instagram for Babka. It's uh, Bobka Injection is her username. Already over 100 uh, followers, which I'm pretty impressed about. People love the pups. And uh, so we'll see. I'm going to make some, try to make some viral metal videos. Need more videos. Yeah, got to get her headbanging to some heavy metal, you know, really cash in on that. Oh, you know, having a dog is expensive. It'll pay for all those. Uh, you can just post. You know, it doesn't have to be like headbanging. Just post videos of her. I have been, po- I have been posting once a day. There's, believe me. There's posts to be posted. Plenty of Bobka content. Yeah. Well, um, anywho. Need a picture of her next to an actual Bobka for like oh, that's su- for scale. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was I want to stop by the uh the authentic Jewish Bobka spot. She's I was gonna, gonna have do a that. growth spurt soon, so you better do it yeah. quickly. Yeah. She's not gonna be cute anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I do think about cute. that like she's so tiny and miniature and she's never gonna be this way again, yeah. so I really have to Savor so the moment, much. yeah. I've got a kitten. It's the same thing. He used to be so small, he fit in one of my hands. Now he's like the same size as my other cat, who's five years old. And it's like, all right, you're still cute, but it's not this. You're you're already over the hill. You need to get bit. another kitten. <laughs> oh, that's too many. Maybe just start fostering them so you no, you, get, you get them no, out before that's they. Disgusting. Just... Why is that disgusting? I, I only <laughs> want my own cats. I don't need other people's cats. Yeah. What am I? You know what you might need. 
What's that? A little beard care, Sid. Mm, probably true. And, uh, you know, for an enviable beard and healthy-feeling skin underneath, opt for beard care from Just For Men, the number one beard experts. Soften up, smooth out, beard on. With 25 years of men's facial hair expertise, Just For Men knows beards. And they've got a full line of supremely fine products to prove it, including face and beard wash, beard conditioner, beard oil, and beard balm. The face and beard wash helps prevent beard itch, unclogs pores, calms and moisturizes, and deep conditions. Meanwhile, the beard oil is light and non-greasy and smooths and softens without clogging pores. The beard conditioner deep conditions while calming and moisturizing skin underneath. And the beard balm offers superior hydration, fights itch and dry flaky skin, and helps prevent ingrown hairs. All using soothing oatmeal, aloe, chamomile, and jojoba oil. So kiss your average beard goodbye and usher in your softest, smoothest, best beard and skin underneath. Put your best beard forward. Visit jfmbestbeard.com and use promo code BESTBEARD25 to get 25% off your purchase. Just for men. And a friend of the show, Roland, uh, he heard our live read last week and he ordered his uh, Just for Men products and he loves them. He just, uh, you know, he, he had issues with, like, his skin cracking around his Ugh. beard, and I would always make fun of him like it's food stuck on his face, no. but now he doesn't have it anymore. I mean, it's nothing, like, listen, if you want if you want to have a white beard, that's okay, but some people like me, I feel like I'm 19 in my mind, you know? And I want to have, I look in the mirror, and I feel like 45, so to put color in, mm-hmm. you know, it just makes me look outwardly the way I feel inside. Like, I feel like a kid. So, like, Aww. that's, it really... You know, it really uh, sort of makes you your best self in a way. What does Jennifer think about it? Your wife? Um, well, we have a thing back and forth. Like, I, we, it's sort of a compromise because I hate having a beard. Mm-hmm. But she loves it. So I just let it go for a certain amount of time, like, to please her. And then I, at some point I have to go, enough is enough. And I shave it off and she's okay with it. But then it grows back gradually. Do you have this, like, timed out to match, like, her cycles and stuff? So your downtime is for her downtime as well? (laughs) And then you're back at it Uh, when the beard goes back in? It's not that well thought out, no. But I, I, you know, she actually likes some, like, salt and pepper in there. Mm. But I feel like there's a medium, like, you know, to, you can reduce it without going completely, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. However you, however you, whatever works for you. Indeed. JFMBestBeard.com and use promo code BESTBEARD25 to get 25% off your purchase. We're going to have Carlo on in a moment. Carlo is a U.S. Winter Olympian. An Olympian indeed. And he was a a bobsledder on the bobsled team. Oh, it's almost like Bobka. (laughs) (laughs) Bobsledka. Bobsled Raba. No. It's not about you, man. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about Bobka. It's Bobsled Bobka. It's so beautiful. (laughs) Uh, My mom, like, so Bobka uh, is the chocolate sweet bread. Also, in Russian, it means like old hag. (laughs) Grandma. Yeah. Uh, So when I told my mom the name Bobka, she was like, why do you want to name it Bobka? (laughs) You know what that means, right? And I'm like, yeah, I know what it means. Ironic, mom. (laughs) 
But it's about the bread, and also she's a girl, so it does kind of it does kind of in that way. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. She's like, "Are you sure? Because I think this would be a good name." What was her suggestion? Well, the Russian word for for red. (laughs) 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 The Russian word for redhead, rije. And I'm like, I'm not gonna like. First of all, how do you spell that? that? Like, no one's gonna pronounce it. Oh, Reggie, your girl dog's name is Reggie. And the thing is, I'm like, Mom, Mm. I've made up my mind. Like. This is what it is. This wasn't a caucus. <laughs> She's like, okay, okay, don't get mad at me. I'm just trying to make a suggestion. I'm like, yeah, that's the problem. That's why I'm mad at She's you. She's totally going to passive aggressively call that dog Rizia. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, Rizia. Oh, I mean, Bubka. You need to get a second puppy and name it Nosy Mom. <laughs> How would you say that in Russian? How do you say Nosy? Uh, I don't know. Nazza. Like Schnaza. Something like that. I don't know. Metal Schnaza. <laughs> is that girl still alive? What do we we keep referencing? Probably. I think she, she does like she promotes shows. She probably owns a, like a car dealership now or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> what is was her career? Like videos, right? Like yeah. there are no more. Like videos. MySpace was her career really. Like, she, <laughs> she didn't was even a- migrate to Facebook. She did, but her followers didn't. <laughs> <laughs> she hit the wall. Yeah. Uh, one person who doesn't hit the wall, rather slides past it, yeah. hmm. is our guest right now, Carlo Valdez. I'm going to try to call him. Hopefully this will work. And if you want to talk to Carlo, just dial 213, not 213-943-3688. Hey, Carlo? Yes. Hey, is this Robert? Yeah, you're on the Metal Injection Livecast. Thank you so much for doing it. Yeah, of course. No, I'm, I just want to apologize for last week. I had, I had literally no voice when I woke up that last Thursday. I was, oh, no, I no, was no big deal at all. Ball. We're here now. You know, we're very much living in the present. And thanks for, for taking the time to do this. Uh, along with me, we have Noah here, Hello. Sid, Hello. and hey. Darren. Okay. Hi there. Yeah, four of us. And, uh, you know, you just got back. Well, not just. A few weeks ago, you got back from Pyeongchang for the Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I want to know, before you got there, and, and really within your entire career, uh, how many times when you tell someone what you do, did people bring up cool runnings? Uh, it's almost every time. Um, <laughs> like you just did. Something you can't really, yeah, you can't really escape, uh, you know, that that title or that stereotype, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's it. like, um, what's the... oh, yeah, like you do bobsled, like cool runnings. I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it did but, exist before the movie. I mean, that's, that's just part of the job, you know. Was that your first exposure to bobsledding? Uh, I mean... Yeah, in a way. I mean, it's, it's one of those movies that I watched as a kid, and because you have no idea what bod setting is, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, that looks pretty cool, actually." And then never, never in your life do you, do you think that you're actually gonna do that as a as a career. So it, I don't know. It's funny how that works out, but but yeah, you still get a lot of people that refer to cool runnings whenever I tell them, "Oh, I bobsled." So it, I don't know. It's part of it <laughs> yeah like when we uh, we solicited from our fans on our social media like hey we're gonna have uh carlo on any any questions like so so many of the people with the same yeah. basic yeah. ass uh, yeah questions. like all right come on come on guys 
Uh, no, but I was I'm yeah, curious. So how exactly. did you how did you get into bobsledding? Uh, before you know, how did you fall into it? Uh, so I went to UCLA and uh, I, I did football for a year, and then I did track and field uh, for the next four or five years. Um, I was I was a javelin thrower. That's why I ended up uh, doing full time. And my coach is the one that told me to to try out. And, and uh, you know, at first I didn't really take him seriously, but, you know, apparently he has an, an eye for that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. He told uh, one of my teammates to go out. He, was, he graduated two years before me, and he made the team. And we had a volunteer assistant also on, on staff that left the same year my teammate did and and he made the team also and and he pretty much told me if they can make it then you can make it so um i ended up listening to him and you know i did a combine uh it's like the first thing you do and then a combine goes from there to uh push champs or rookie push champs to national push champs to team trials and so on um but yeah my my coach in college uh, mike Maynard, he's the one that uh really encouraged me to go try out that's cool how do you uh train for like yeah, especially in california like where where, where do you train what, for yeah like what's uh training like uh i mean it's it's pretty much the same i did uh when i was a thrower throwing javelin um plus it, i so like the lifting's like pretty much the same it's all power lifts and olympic lifts um mm. you're doing you're taking full rest in between sets and going like a hundred percent of what you have each, each and area set and rep. Um, it's not, you're not necessarily maxing out all the time, but you're really pushing the limit uh, most of the time. And on top of that, we do a bunch of sprints, um, do a lot of sled pushes, uh, whether it's a, like a rogue sled or a prowler, or if you actually have access to, like a, a rolling cart, a cart or, or an actual bobsled that actually works. I mean, I, I've been training in Lake Placid in New York and living there for the past three years just so I can kind of, you know, fully focus on what I was doing. But, I mean, before that, I was training here at home. I'm, fr- I'm from Newport Beach, California, mm-hmm. and uh, I, w- I would just train here um, and and do all that stuff I just told you. And, yeah, you don't, you don't need a bobsled to – train for bots so which sounds weird but um but it definitely helps to have that uh um that's that actual sled to train on because it makes all the difference that kind of leads into what i was going to ask because it seems to me that the bobsledding is something that if you do wrong you can break your neck so like how long when you first start bobsledding before they is it before they let you go into a bobsled and actually run down the course Oh, there, there's no limit. You can go whatever you want. Um, so, like, the way I was introduced to the sport um, before uh, all that stuff I just mentioned, um, I actually – so I did my combine, and then the one of the coaches invited me up just to go watch um, one of the races uh, in Park City. Mm-hmm. And I, I just thought I was going to go watch, honestly. I, I'd – I had no intentions on getting in a bobsled. I, I have no gear. You know, I'm, I'm not prepared at all. And, uh, like, on the second to the last day I was there, 
um, someone came up to me and was like, hey, like, do you, do you want to go uh, today? I'm like, I, I really had no answer because, you know, I didn't expect to to be in a sled so quick. Um, so people were just like riding up gear for me. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm behind a sled, just cold turkey. That takes um, balls, man. <laughs> Yeah. No, no training whatsoever. People are just like, all right, so just get behind the sled, run as fast as you can, and then hop in. That, that, was, that was my crash course, honestly. Sure. <laughs> there, there was no, there's no how-to or no warnings. It was just, all right, you're doing it. We're gonna throw you in the fire, and you know that's it. So it's not like curling. Yeah, that was, I mean, that I was my real. <laughs> I love watching uh-huh. curling on TV, but it's not like if you do curling wrong, you like you know get paralyzed or anything. You know, it might stub your toe. Yeah, yeah. Do you like it because it's so no, because it's so high risk? Like, do you, do you like? Adrenaline? Yeah, no. That, that's for for me that that's it's a huge draw just because I I mean most of us are adrenaline junkies and we we like that that danger aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, you have to kind of let go of all fear um, in order for you to kind of be successful. Otherwise, if you have, um, you know, that thought in the back of your, your head or back of your mind, like thinking, oh, I'm going to crash or something bad's going to happen, then you're not going to last long in the sport because, you know, you shouldn't be thinking that way. And crashes do happen, like, more more common than people think it does. Um how do you, so you over- just can't you can't think about that stuff, and yeah, you just have to let go of all that fear and, and trust the pilot. Um, I was gonna ask you, uh, how do you like? How do you get like? What's your mindset before? Uh, what was your mindset like before uh, the Olympics? And like, how do you? How like, to get in the zone? Yeah, like, w- what advice can you offer for someone who's gonna like compete in something? Yeah, like, like you mentioned, getting over your fear—that's a big problem for me. Anytime I'm in mm-hmm. any sort of competition, anything—it could even be like beer pong—I just get in my head and <laughs> I, I sabotage myself. Yeah. So, so like, what's your process? Yeah. How, how do you how do you get do past that? that? Uh, for me, it, it's. You know, I focus on what I want, and I know why I'm in, in this sport. I mean, one, I, I love it. You have to love what you do. And and, and two, you, just, you have to go out there and and think that you're going to win each race. I mean, even though that's not really the case sometimes, especially in this sport, like, it's it's just so, it's so crazy how the sport comes down to, like, you know, equipment and – you know how good the pilot is and the push and there's there's so many factors that that can come into you know a bobsled race but yeah to to get ready for for any competition um like mentally you just have to yeah let, let go of all that fear focus on what you have to do and and know that everything's going to go right um you, you really have to you know just kind of you know get getting that mindset where it's, it's a winning mentality. Um, can't go in there thinking you're going to lose. Can't go in there thinking you're going to crash. It's just, you know, you got to think positive and you got to, you just got to go in there knowing that you're going to win each time. Yeah. And also like all the work that you put in, like into your craft, like leading up to Mm -hmm. it, like that's, what's going to get you through it. And you know, like, would you say it's, 
it's more like yeah it's more like a mental handicap that rob should overcome and work on like mental training um before she said you're mentally handicapped no i said like it's more like a mental uh like mental training than physical (laughs) you know what i mean yeah you got you gotta be mentally strong in in the sport i mean because so much stuff can go wrong at any given time and you know you'll get thrown curveballs a lot in the sport too with with uh with the weather and ice conditions and and you know just stuff like that and crashes too like crashes in front of you like they they can really like you know kind of hinder a pilot's ability because they hate they hate thinking about that kind of stuff but yeah it's kind of you just gotta kind of stay within yourself and and know that everything's gonna go fine it's just just like practice almost you know like gotta gotta do what you do in practice and that's kind of a big thing for us you know how how well we do in practice this should transfer and how well we're doing the race it, it kind of helps you feel more prepared i'm sure um, yeah. One thing, I, one thing I wanted to ask is, of course, the the reason we we wanted to speak to you is because you are a proud and out metalhead. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is awesome. Yeah, I, I, am. I saw a bunch of uh, publicity, a bunch of different articles, like in uh, Entertainment Weekly, even you talking about some of the metal bands you're into. Can you can you tell our audience yeah. what you've been listening to lately, or some of your favorites? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, my favorite bands right now. Um, uh, probably Breakdown of Sanity, um, Barry Tomorrow, Parkway Drive, The Ghost Inside, um, August Burns Red, uh, you know, Wage War, I mean, all those bands, even, even Air, uh, you know, all those bands kind of go into my playlist, um, more so Breakdown of Sanity than anything else, just because they, they, it's so hard to beat what they do <laughs> and, and as far as like how hard they are have you heard um, there's a new uh, parkway yeah. drive song that came out uh, this week actually i don't know if you heard yeah it. yep I was, I was jamming that it was pretty yeah, the, the void and and wishing wells i'm not gonna lie to you like, the void kind of sounds like a like a you know like they're kind of catering to the poppy rock crowd you know i don't know but that, that's just my take hopefully the rest of the album is going to be pretty pretty sick, you know. It usually uh, is. You're a little Park disappointed. Way. You're saying, um, huh? You're saying you're a little disappointed with the song. You want something heavier from the album. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I want something heavier. They should know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, especially like you know they they have like they have like six six albums, six or seven albums out now, and. Like they they all just they go hard, and no, I just hope the, the most of the albums that same way, because um, Parkway Drive is actually my favorite like mm-hmm. metalcore band of all time, as far as like what they've done and just how long you've been like listening. how long I've been listening yeah. to metal. Yeah, exactly, and it's just what they've done is is pretty insane, and I really love love their music so. Yeah, I can't wait till that album comes out. Honestly, just so I can, yeah, you know, really dive into it. We have uh, some uh, questions from the live chat. Uh, Eggers asks: Are Olympic medals metal enough? 
<laughs> Are Olympic medals metal enough? Yeah. Like, <laughs> could they be more metal? Uh, you know, <laughs> they, yeah, they can always be more metal. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I wish I wish I actually had one or got one so I can really, really tell you, but now were there yeah, people at the hotel from... like flaunting theirs around like oh you didn't you didn't get a medal oh what was there that kind of metal dicks <laughs> yeah metal elitists <laughs> yeah not not really um not, <laughs> not 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 team usa um i don't know maybe other countries those fucking but... Liechtenstein medalists such assholes <laughs> always flaunting their shit yeah <laughs> those guys yeah, so were you just yeah, they don't get they don't get medals <laughs> yeah, even have a bobsled were you interacting with the other countries teams uh like outside of the races or or was it kind of segregated by country no no well in bobsled i mean we're around the same guys all year so oh right 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 i mean when it comes to yeah when it comes to the olympics it's pretty much the same thing um I mean, the Olympic Village, I mean, that's it, it was kind of cool because you're literally around everyone. Um, so that was kind of cool to see and kind of interact with anyone you wanted to. Um, they had a bunch of resources for us. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it Olympic Village is... It was How was the food? Like, yeah, tell us some... Rob wants to know about the shrimp and the, yeah. the Korean barbecue in general. Mm. Bulgogi. You know, it, it's it's really good. Um, they <laughs> they actually had kind of like an international menu oh. um, in the cafeteria there. So we kind of had all, you know, pretty much all kinds of food. Um, of course, they had a Korean barbecue station and, wow. uh, you know, Korean food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, what'd yeah, you find it's all good. What'd I you mean, find I, yourself I, I've always to? loved Korean barbecue. Now again to the real hard hitting part. Yeah, now the the, the stuff that we're really uh, interested in. Like what what was like the most <laughs> yeah. exotic? Give us specifics. Going on there. Like like what? Like do you are you do you like to try different things out or are you well, he's just sticking to what barbecue. you know? Bulgogi. Okay, well, let me put it this way. So like in the village, I mean, it's pretty much everything that you know. So but in order to get that crazy stuff, like you have to go outside oh. the village. Contraband. And and Yeah, so I so I did that a few times and there's actually I forgot what it's called, but there's there's this uh fish market in in Seoul um where they sell these these moving squid or octopus tentacles oh. and oh you, you eat them while they're alive while I've they're seen, moving. I've it's seen terrifying. that yeah. um, wait did you do that no I didn't oh. get a chance to I was really mad about it actually because oh, I would have done it oh, man. I would have done it sure why not oh, you what's, the, yeah. what's the worst thing that could happen oh, you eat living things all you eat chaladiyats that moves exactly. by itself <laughs> The trick with that is you sneak yeah, that to when you're about to do your bobsledding event and you just slightly <laughs> open your mouth at the other oppo- at your opponents and have like the tentacles come out and it just scares the shit out it's of like them. It's like Cthulhu's coming yeah. through the portal. Yeah. You dominate. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, that's that's the ultimate intimidation factor yeah. right there. Um, is that legal? <laughs> I mean, you can't there there's no 
there's no rebuttal to that, honestly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I really wish I, I did that. Honestly, I'm I'm really mad to get a chance to, because um, because they got a lot of street vendors and street meat and mm. you know stuff like that going around um, outside of the villages and, and you know in the in the towns and uh, the, the fishing little fishing towns and it you know there's there's so much that Korea had to offer. And, you know, luckily I got to go to Seoul for a few days after I was done to kind of, you know, experience that. So that was cool. But yeah, I'm really mad I get to do that. (laughs) Well, the 2022 games are in Beijing. They must have similar types of delicacies. Are you planning on uh, participating in those as well? Uh, As of now, uh, yes. Um, so I plan on taking these next two years off and then coming back in two years um, leading into Beijing. And what are so you going to do? That, I just got to... Go ahead. You can go ahead. Well, what are you going to do with your uh, two years off? Um, so I'm going to continue to train, um, but I'm just going to... I just need some time off um, from the sport in general. Mm-hmm. Um, four years in Bob said takes a lot out of you. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, and yeah, I just need, I just need a metal break and especially a fit, like a fit break physically just mm-hmm. from all the stuff we do. I mean, training for this year in and year out is, it's not easy. I mean, I, I start training for the season around beginning of May. Um, and usually, and usually we're, we're done, uh, with, with Bob, with the Bobsled season around first week of April. So the turnaround for me is kind of quick. Um, I mean, this year it's, it's a little different obviously because of the Olympics. So ended a lot earlier, but yeah, usually the sliding season for us is, you know, ends in April and then we're back training again in May. So <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a really really quick turnaround really no no downtime for us honestly yeah that is a lot are you going to take up uh like any uh, any new sports are you just going to keep your regular routine just kind of like on the lighter side curling yeah i'm going to keep my regular routine and at the same time i'm probably going to start working um just so I, i can have some some money to spend especially when i go back um, into the sport, mm-hmm. um, a sport doesn't really pay much oh, at all fast. either. Um, I mean, if if you're doing well, then then you get a, you know the winnings and the, and the prize money. And I mean, I got a stipend which was only a thousand a month. Oh, so it, it's enough to keep yeah, it's enough to keep you afloat, but it's not a way to live. <laughs> so yeah. I just don't want to be go get to the point where I'm done with this at age 32 and not have anything going for me. So I kind of just want to build some stuff up these next two years and kind of get a base underneath me. So that when I go back, then I won't be freaking out, you know, when I'm done with Beijing and not have anything going for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good to visualize what you want. I mean, like you probably already know that cause you're in sports, but you, you visualize what you want, you go after it, and you get it. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. One last question before we uh, let you go. I, I have one, too. Oh, okay. Two questions, first. but no, you go first. Um, so my wife and I were watching uh, well, I've... We were watching the Olympics together. <laughs> and uh, so we're watching the bobsled, and she goes, turns to me and says, what would happen if one of these guys farted right now? Like what? So I want to like, know, like, did any of your teammates ever rip a horrible fart while you're in the middle of a race? And what's and what happened? Do you do it out to each other on purpose or like Is what? Like hazing? No, no. So, so whenever someone farts in the sled, um, there's there's really nowhere for it to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so for some reason, it kind of works its way to the front of the sled. Huh. And the oh. pilots are wearing visors, so it kind of like sneaks, sneaks oh, up no. the bottom of their helmet, <laughs> and it gets stuck. And God. so we try not to do it in a race, but it does happen in practice <laughs> just because there there are some parts to certain tracks that just make it unavoidable. It just honestly. jogs your, your gastrointestinal um, system with all the bumping and stuff. Yeah, it, it, it honestly, it, it's just like – it. There's no, there's, there's just some parts of like any given track where you just, you can't, you can't yeah. cont- like hold it in. It's that, just not possible. That makes sense. Oh, that would be a good excuse too um, if you just want to drop. Yeah, and especially if you don't, if you don't like take a dump before you you go. Yeah. Um, do your runs, which is highly recommended, so to speak, um, <laughs> just because all the G's and the pressure. Yep. Yeah. So like if if you're if you're feeling gassy and and you know it's gonna be bad then you better pray that your pilot's not gonna kill you. <laughs> I didn't even uh, think you of have that. To rip you could, one. You could like pop a squirt. T- that would be all over TV too because those tights are very like you know what I mean. Like I they have like to they be aerodynamic, it, right? Uh, It'll just be yeah. once you take them oh, off, yeah. then you're like completely covered. I think it would bubble up and be very visible as a oh. some kind of. Uh, deformity <laughs> no it, it it's uh yeah depending on how big the fart is i mean yeah a little a little can come out um i mean i'm not i'm not gonna say the names of my teammates i've done it but it, it's happened so okay well thank you for that insightful answer that was i was very fascinating i feel like yeah. i really learned thank something you. very important we were actually curious about that for yeah. last week. Bob Costas is just... too dignified to ask such a question. You gotta come here for that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Costas. But yeah, one last question. Um, no, I... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, uh, no. Go, go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, I was just gonna ask something that we always like to know from our our guests is: Do you prefer corn or flour tortilla? Oh, corn. All right. No doubt. That's a West Coast answer. I'm a flower. Well, guy. you, I mean, yeah. you're, you have a, a Mexican heritage, correct? I do, yeah. Yeah, so we have, you know, corn. boss. Yeah. The boss saying corn. corn. I agree with you. <laughs> it's a no-brainer. Thank you. See, I am married to a woman no from Texas. No-brainer. And according to her and her family, flower is the no-brainer answer. Mm. So... I am forced. It's a very controversial topic. Well, we have, you know, you got to go to the source. But you're a professional athlete, and corn is healthier, so I understand why you'd pick that anyway. Whether it's corn or tastes better. Whether it's corn or flour, don't eat a fucking taco before you get in a bobsled. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. (laughs) That's yeah. Yeah. Anything. If 
you can't eat any Mexican food before getting in the sled. It's just, <laughs> that's just a disaster waiting to happen, honestly. <laughs> Much like our show, a disaster. We <laughs> it's, it's our tagline. <laughs> yes. Uh, Carlo, thank you so much for taking some time to hang out with us. Thank you yeah. very much. Carlo is on Twitter. Of course. Yeah, at, no, of course. At Carlo Valdez underscore USA. We, we tagged him in our, in our live cast tweet, so you can check it out there. Carlo, thanks so much. Have a good one, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. No, I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks. That was a really insightful conversation yeah. on all levels. Carlo so Valdez, much. Olympian. We've had an Olympian on the show. We fancy. <laughs> and uh, you can be on the show. 213-943-3688. In this Discord chat, what's great? Dick picks? Is that what you're about to talk about dick pics? I do, there's a lot of pet pics. Uh, yeah. I, there's pet pics. Where? There's puss pics. Yeah. I started posting pictures of my cats and while I was waiting picks. for Rob to pick me up to come here today and then... Dudorino posted some. Lovely posted some. There were some dog pics. How do I go back to see them? You scroll. Yeah. Really? A, Pull your screen down. Crazy technology. Do you want to just scream at your phone until they show oh, up? Look you got to do baby. something. Baby, who is Lord Reindeer? Uh, Lord is Reindeer. Yeah. Uh, well, there. So what's great about these uh, this chat is there's channels. So we have the general chat room. Uh-huh. Then I have a thrash it or trash it room. Right. Where I would like for people to just leave links. Nice. For Thrasher, Thrasher, Thrasher. And then there's just a general link dump where if you want us to talk about a video or something on the show, throw it in the link dump and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do it. And Belcho submitted this link and I'm kind of losing my shit when I saw it because it sounds like the optimum triple play guy. And it's like what? another song from him. Where? Gabrielle Ruiz. The IO Digital oh, I Cable? It. I see. Yes. It. Is that the same guy or it just sounds like him? Well, that's what I wanted to like discuss here. because yeah, I might c- just be Rob being racist. No, no. The style of the music is very, very similar. Reggaeton. Yeah, but that... All right. Well, hold on. I mean, come on. I'm uh, saying that's what the original song. Give me the benefit of the doubt here. Oh. You want to count some girls going on so Super Bowl is in the house. Come on then. Come outside. They drying the clothes. Hang them on the line where the wind blows. I want to say it does sound like him, but I don't think it's him. Let's count them. I mean, count with us. One, two, three, four, five. This has to be the yeah. singing numbers. Is this like Dora the Explorer or Blues Clues for like in regular laundry? Come on. We do a mashup. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When there's no rain, that's how. That's the only time you wash your clothes when it's not raining outside. Well, the clothes are hanging on a clothesline outside. Uh huh. Okay, so wait. I just realized Gabrielle Ruiz is the girl singing, and I believe this is the uh, Valencia from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. So she's the oh. one who did this. So she's oh. the female part. So it's not the Aya. Okay, but who's that guy? And maybe he is. Yeah, the- that guy is not. Me, his name. Optimal Triple Play is in the house. I O. 
I see. This is from Sesame Street. <laughs> I was gonna say it's. I sound like no. a kid's song. Yeah, One, two, yeah. three, four, five. The guy in the I.O. song has a thicker accent and it's a little yeah. deeper voice. Okay. Whenever so, you're able. Rob is racist. It's oh. official. You guys, you guys were, thought it could be possible for a second. I well. thought it definitely wasn't him, but I heard what you were hearing. The person who wrote that definitely heard the Optimum yeah, Triple H. Used it as a template. Yeah, yes, I would say. Thank you. Although, to be honest, a lot of these songs sound almost What's identical. Four, 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 eight. All, all you want from state to state. Puerto Rico and Canada just one flat right. Are you playing this on YouTube? No. No. This oh, is, yeah. this is a, oh, no, I'm no, playing. No, this is the IO song. No, 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 no. This is on my uh, hard drive. Because if it's on YouTube, it might say who the artist is. Right, um, maybe? I just Googled it while we were discussing this and nothing, nothing. Daddy Yankee? It's not Daddy Yankee. He doesn't Shaggy? have that thick of an accent. Shaggy? Shabba Shaggy, Shaggy does not do reggaeton. <laughs> what, you're even more racist than Rob. Good Lord. All is that even, wait, hold on. Is, the same. is that even racist? Because he's not even like, like Puerto Rican. That's <laughs> how racist it is. She doesn't even dis- differentiate between people that don't look like her. They're all just... It's because that, that, I just don't... Music I don't know pop culture. It's reggaeist. Yes, Shaggy is still pop culture for sure. He was pop culture where you were like a junior in high school. Though he did, didn't he just do an album with Sting? See? Did we talk about this on the show? No, what? I think they were on the Ooh. Grammys together. They did a song. Him Ooh. and Sti- Shaggy yeah, and Sting. Yeah, they have an album together. Is that really? the most random combination you've ever heard of? Like, Yes. What? The only thing more random would be if he did an album with the wrestler Sting. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you, are you digging that yeah, up right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm okay. going to find it. <laughs> Don Omar, that was another another guy. Do you remember the like the pioneer of like Spanish reggae in the early nineties? And his name was El General. No. You remember this guy? No. It was so yeah, it was so fucking bad. And a guy had he looked like Seal almost, like oh, he had no. really weird acne pock marks. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, he was like a huge heartthrob for like Latino women and stuff at that time. Because huh. he had a bunch of songs and he just sounds like a drone, like a robot. Just he, all the songs are about you look good, take off your bikini, and everybody yeah. dance. And, but he like, says it in a fucking monotone. You've never heard this? No, I don't all think right. so. After Rob digs that up, I'll find some El General. Bien, bien buena, tu te ves bien buena. What? This sounds like a shitty Jamaica tourism commercial. <laughs> like they lost the rights to Bob Marley's music, so they had to do a sound alike. Who is this more embarrassing for? It's just two sad old X stars like combining yeah. to not add up to one current star. I feel this is more embarrassing for Sting because he, he has like a credibility of being like an artiste. I think it's more embarrassing for Sting because he went into a meeting somewhere and they pitched Shaggy as like a big star that you could do a duet album with and he bought it and he didn't know that Shaggy has not touch he is. It's like Ja Rule and Metallica. It's like Metallica, we, we really want to do like a rap uh 
a, a collabo. No, Who should but, we get? But Ja Rule at that point was a big star. It would be like them working with Ja Rule now. Yes, that's true. But at the same time, I feel that Ja Rule was still considered cringy. Like for he was a, some circles, but like MTV played the fuck out of him. He was successful, no doubt about that. More than Shaggy is now. Was he in like action movies or something? I, I yeah, I, I that was after I think, wasn't it? Like in late mid two thousands. This is two thousand three that that horrible song came. I out. think it was probably right around that same time. I could, uh, oh, wasn't he in that movie that that was on the soundtrack of? I think he might have been. Yeah. Okay. What was it called? It was Biker Boys. Yes. Biker Boys. Yeah. Um. What the fuck was? Oh no. But what I was trying to say is that like in like an ideal world where like let's say Metallica wants to do a song like uh-huh. that there are hip hop artists that were popular that could have that would have been received well by Metallica fans sure yeah and that he like, was not like, one of like them like who I don't know like Cypress Hill maybe well, like just look at what fucking Limp Bizkit did they got to hook up with Method Man Method Man and oh, had, yeah. that's more way more embarrassing for Method Man yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. did you ever see the video of that song they're like playing video games or whatever oh, I don't remember that I just remember maybe the performance part of the video oh, where God. they're standing at a mic both of them rapping into the same mic mm-hmm. like Method not at the same time but like Method Man does his verse and then like he steps back like a foot and then Fred Durst comes in and does his verse reading off his paper and, and Method Man, Man has to like kind of bop to it oh. and he just <laughs> looks like he's it's so strained that he's bopping to this shit <laughs> it's such a contrast because like Method Man at that time was like the fucking pinnacle of being a lyricist and then Fred yeah. Durst comes out and like yeah but honestly that performance probably got Method Man cast in like The Wire and stuff because they're like look Maybe. at how good he, he's acting like he enjoys this music he's a oh, brilliant yeah. actor like I don't begrudge Give Method Man role. for yeah. doing this kind yeah. of sellout thing that's fine you know he did a lot of great work so let him cash in I don't give a yeah. shit it's just so funny to see him standing yeah. just in a vacuum it's just yeah. so funny to see him standing next to Fred Durst <laughs> This is like the not the beat. This is that song, but it's not the the beat that was the popular yeah, version. It's a remix. Yeah, it's a remix. So I didn't recognize it. It sounds first. more fun than the original. It's like less like. Oh, I think that might have been a different song. Maybe they cut a B side. No, that was it. That was it. It was just a remix. Yeah, this is. Oh, yeah, this is the, the one that was got radio play. Metal Injection Livecast alumni, Fred Durst. Media hikes. I don't remember any of his part. I think maybe I just tuned him out. He's not talking to Shut the fuck up. I he says something about Big John Stud, right? What was that like radio contribution? Yeah. Did you see I remember it now. It's coming back. <laughs> okay, can we please play that El General? Oh, this is El General. I, oh, I think I just navigated away from it. Hold on. 
Here we go. Can I please get some more popcorn in my? my so this dog song is fucking bag. This song is called Te Ves Buena. This song is called Te Ves Buena, which means you look good. And basically, mm, te the, las, how is it? Te ves buena. Te ves buena. But that, you but say that's a babka. He just says it like over and over. He just you put that's on it? a bikini. Te ves bien buena. You put on mini skirt. Te ves. Bu-. I'm saying it what he says in English. That's wrestling. Hold on. Yes, it's it's that. It's in this guy's voice. What a commanding voice he has. Mami, not seen a more beautiful woman than you. Is this the Bumble Bumble Me Man from uh, Telemundo? You look like a you look like a bottle of Coca Cola. Is that what he said? Would you take a dance class for this song, Noah? Learn how to dance to this? Yeah. You got one convert. You get it. It's just Teves bien buena over and over again. Well, but I mean, this is isn't this like the point of dance music? Just like a repetitive <sighs> thing. But it has like, like, a, like a Casio keyboard backup track. Buena. That's reggaeton. Just, you look at this guy, he looks like sort of like a deformed Jose Reyes. Oh, no. Skinnier, like, same, like, Otis dreads. Dixon, then, basically? But light-skinned. Okay. Like, not light, he's like medium brown skin, but lighter than Otis Nixon. He was, like, really dark. What's more of a obscure reference uh, on this show, Otis Nixon or Joe Franklin? Uh... <laughs> That's a tie. I don't know, man. That could be a tie. <laughs> There's probably some people in like Atlanta that know who Otis yeah. Nixon is. Yeah. Robin, no, I don't know who Otis Nixon is. I don't know. And I don't sure. blame you one bit yeah, for no, not knowing that. No reason. So, no, you took a dance class. Sid brought yes, it up. Yes, I did. What were you dancing to? Well, I uh, took a Britney dance class. Britney, you said? It's Britney, bitch. It's Britney, bitch. How, work, how did this now? So, how did you get into this? Like, what was the deal? One of my coworkers um, saw on her Instagram. She was doing a dance, and I asked her about it, and she's like, "Oh, you should come." And she texts me one day, and she's like, "Hey, we're gonna be doing some choreography to Stronger by Britney." No, oh. Stronger than yesterday. That one. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not how it. Is goes yeah i don't know who that is yeah that's, that's her more soulful that's her. I th- oh it is i've never yeah, heard that's this song. the song strong oh okay <laughs> sorry i don't i don't recognize it um <laughs> you do you didn't you just hear it like 45 times in a row while you dance to it well yeah but just it didn't sound like what darren's saying that was like the bridge part we didn't make it that far we just literally made it like i don't know 20 <laughs> seconds into the song <laughs> what so basically what sold me on it is that a chair was involved oh yeah you hit anybody with a chair <laughs> yes <laughs> just a bunch did of you wrestling bring your moves. SummerSlam chair or did they supply no the they supplied the oh. chair marina came with me we had a really good time uh i was as stiff as a board in the beginning but then i loosened up a bit yeah, so if you guys want to come with me. No. I'm good. Rob? 
to Britney? No, I'm wow. not a dancer. Are you a Britney fan? Uh, I like some songs. I like some songs. I don't like some songs. I completely agree. And I also say that the good songs of Britney Spears are fucking fantastic. Well, her shit songs are horrible. I think all of her ballads are like they hurt my head. Yes, completely like agree. They're nauseating. <laughs> I, I we talked about this on the show, but I saw Britney with uh, Jennifer in uh-huh. Vegas. Oh, oh that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And there was like, because like I feel like after like halfway through her career, I just stopped following her completely. Yeah. And so oh, that's oh. background good. music. That's no good. Yeah. What's wrong with it? Why? Okay. Oh, okay. All right, fine. Um. Yeah. And like I, I, half of these songs I didn't know at all. And oh, like they're newer ones. Yeah. Like she just kind of went off a cliff yeah. somewhere. Yeah, the more dancier Max Martin song, like this one producer, Max Martin, did like all the pop songs for 10 years, basically, like mm-hmm. all the boy band stuff, like all the like really catchy pop songs through like Adele now and like Taylor Swift. And those are good. Like when it's like the more upbeat, almost rock type mm-hmm. song. Yeah. We're going to be doing Toxic on the 26th. Yeah, like if Toxic. You reconsider, a we're going to be, it's an open invitation. So I think I'm going to keep taking it like once a week so I can learn how to dance mm-hmm. so I don't look like a white girl. On the dance floor. Britney Spears is a white girl. So you're learning how to dance like a white girl. I know, but I'm just like a dweeby, like <laughs> stiff white girl on the dance floor, and I don't want to be that anymore. And no, no, and I, sexy. What about Sid. in the pit? What about your pit moves? That's different. That's like all I know what to do is just like push people and get pushed. Windmill. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't even get that creative. Punch people in the face. You ever do that? Now, and now I don't even do that anymore. I just like stand. Yeah, you stand in the back. I headbang a little bit, and that's about it. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's fun. I'm glad for you. Thank you. <laughs> Noah and I also have a little Britney inside joke. Like whenever Noah has any sort of uh, really? career advancement or, or something positive happened there. <laughs> have to tell oh no, we're talking about material. This. Well, like that. we always joke. About uh, how <laughs> Noah's not a girl, not yet a woman. Yeah, we always quote that song. We always say, but the same thing for Rob. Yeah, that's Whatever true. he like, has it's, achievements, it's, it's, he'll it, be like, it, it, I'm it not tr- a girl. Well, it's, it's definitely true for Rob. <laughs> He's not a girl. Not yet, not He's yet. not yet a woman. Yeah, no, you, you should make a decision, Noah. Rob can be in the middle there. It's a little weird for you. What's in between being a girl and a woman? Robba. <laughs> Is that a reference to the pot tits? Hey. <laughs> you call it what you want. By the way, Titan says the chair was fine. Rob wasn't there. Oh, oh no. That's not that. That's uh Dan- danger escape. Danger. Oh, oh, the bot is Titan. Yeah, Titan is, this is the embed on our website. So he's like uh, using the embed. Danger escape plan. What's the? Is his name Dane or something? I'm guessing his name is Dane. What's your, What's your story? What's your story, Dane? Oh, I see now. Titan bot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a Discord noob. Well, I did use Discord oh, before wait. this, but did someone someone offer to come? Yeah. Uh, Eggers, Eggers would come from Salt Lake City, Damn. and Lovely would come if she, <laughs> if oh, they didn't man. live in uh, in Michigan. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Did she get you all on a bobsled? Yeah, just bobsled your way <laughs> bobsled down to New York. Right down. Rob ri- ripping fucking taco farts the whole time. <laughs> oh my god, that was so <laughs> fascinating. So I, I genuinely, that. I was so like, hey man. I that asked the good 60 minutes questions yeah. here. Rob, you tomorrow morning you need to go to all the bobsledding websites and link to this because <laughs> this is huge. This is, the, this is the part that this we extract. 
I mean, I mean this <laughs> is what we all wanted to know. But also, honestly, he talked about his plans for the 2022 Olympics. And for all I know, that could be breaking news. Yeah. I don't know that he said that anywhere else. No bullshit. Go to like our Olympics on Reddit or something. So I can yeah. post that. Do it, Rob. We'll blow up with the with the bobsledding community. Okay. Aggregate that shit. You know what you should make Bob could do it. <laughs> yes, and any, if anyone has any puppy tips, any good puppy blogs to read, I'm here. I am a sponge for your information. Okay. You can also email hate mail at metalinjection.net about it if you need to. Do we want to look at this video that uh, Duderino left? Oh, yeah, let's play this. It's, uh, it says, got to go, but I have a cringe rap you can review. Oh, actually, before that, let's take this call. Cause... Okay, go ahead. I'll allow it. Area code 601, you're on the live cast. What's up? Hi. Hi, who is this? Where are you from? Uh, this is Will. I'm from Mississippi. Hello, Will from, from Mississippi. Mississippi. Don't make fun of the guys. Fucking, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm not making no, fun. we're being excited. Don't condescend yet. How's it going, Will? <laughs> Not much, man. Just uh, wanted to call you guys. I've been listening for about a year or so. Awesome. And I finally uh, called in for the first time. Well, thank okay. you for listening. Mazel tov. <laughs> That's a good question. That's before you... I got into the show from oh. there. Go ahead. I was going to say, before you say anything, do, have you picked up uh, Judaism from this show at all? <laughs> yes, you're Jewish now. Yeah, man, I have. Uh, I didn't really know anything about uh, Judaism, but uh, I've learned a lot from the show, man. So now... Now have... we're going to circumcise you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm already circumcised. Thanks. Nice. <laughs> All right, good. good. That's kind of a general thing. It's not really a Jew thing anymore. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm Filipino. I'm from Mississippi. I'm part Filipino. I'm part wow. Samoan. Whoa. Whoa. How'd you end up in Mississippi? I don't know. My uh, my mom's white, but my dad, he was uh, born in Hawaii, and he got adopted and brought here, So, and here I am. So, <laughs> Are you in any way related to The Rock? Because <laughs> you're Samoan. Are you a wrestler? I wish, man. I, I, mean, I wish. <laughs> a lot of people are related to The Rock, especially in wrestling. Are you related to Manny Pacquiao? Are we just going to name any Samoan <laughs> and Filipino celebrities? And Rockford Ice Hogs? Ever... Well, I, used to, I, I used to work at Walmart, and people called me a mad packet while I worked there. Oh, God. Isn't now, isn't, not to get too off topic, but isn't The Rock not really related to all those people? He's just like a good friend of the family, and they call That's him a fair. cousin. Just saying. He may really be related to The Rock. <laughs> well, that's why I asked. Unlike the Usos or whatever. Mm. Sorry, well, what's, your, what's your question? What's you on your mind? Anything? Yeah. anything on your mind? Uh, I didn't really have a question. I just wanted to uh, tell you guys how great you were and that, oh. you know, I've learned a lot from your show, man. I learned the, uh, how horrible Steve Harvey is. Uh, I've learned yeah. that. Yeah. Wonderful. That, that, that's great. That, I'm really glad, genuinely, that we could provide that information <laughs> for you. What do you, would you say? Um... Yeah, I just thought Steve. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, you can go ahead first. I'll follow up with my question. Oh, I just, I just thought Steve Harvey was kind of a stupid, goofy comedian. I didn't know all the horrible shit he said. Yeah. He Once I learned that, I'm like, man, this guy's awful. I was going to say, if you had to, to uh, like, I don't know, like somehow evaluate Steve Harvey on a scale of with 10 being the highest, what would you rate him? Uh, I think uh, I'd rate him a 1. Oh, okay. All right. Thank, thank you. you for calling in. Aww. That was a great call. What a sweetheart. Yeah, that's nothing negative about it. No, he no, knew no. he played into it. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. That's thank awesome. you for listening. Please keep listening. I'm
said goodbye, Steve Harvey. I don't know if anything will ever get Steve Harvey banned from show business. Like ah, he, yeah. He fucked up the, the pageant. He's like a bigot. He's just gives horrible, horrible advice. Like what? It, what could possibly get Steve Harvey thrown off television? Isn't he in like Trump's cabinet? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're laughing like that's so crazy. Look who's he in his meet, fucking cabinet. He did meet with him. He met with him the once. Election. Oh, okay. I thought he got a job. Yeah, uh, Kanye West met with him too. Yeah. Kanye, uh, George Bush doesn't care about black people. West then meeting with Trump a yeah. few years later. Uh, oh, you want to hear this rap now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this yeah. is Endless Jess. Pussy Gangsters. Oh, no. A Pussy Gangsters. But it's with ER, so I don't know. I think this is like the intro. Hmm. Should have gave me a heads up. There was like a whole fucking thing to this. That guy's mouth sounds like it's like drooling. Like he sounds like it's all like slobbery. <laughs> he really wants that puss. Yeah. He sounds like no the guy that was yelling put... at me about, about my puppy earlier. <sighs> who are you? Who wants to put their puss on that? I'm a pussy gangster. Who are you? I ate Joan Rivers' cunt in 1982. Who are you? <laughs> sounds like Mindy Mayer. Is it Mindy Mayer? I'm a pedophile, big time smooth criminal, smooth like the brand new pussy of a little girl, making you an offer that you can't refuse. Disgusting. Orphans, flat chest. Why are you sending us this shit? I'm not playing any more of that. Yeah, that's that's fucking disgusting. But that did remind me of a of a hot new rap song that I oh, feel yeah. that, you know, many times rap doesn't have a message behind it but I feel this one has a very very important hey message. you guys it's Hennessy Carolina and I'm here about to get a new butt oh my god I'm so scared is that what everybody China? say goodbye to my little friend it's been with me for a long time I don't know if I can say goodbye showing her butt <laughs> It's a very important message. Show me the, show me the, this for the, you know the love boots matter. What is the, I want the, I need the, show me the, show me the, this for the, you know the love boots matter. Hey. Love booties coming back in style. Love booties gon' drop it to the tile. Love booties make me smile. I got ten love booties in the pile. I'm about to make the love booties wild. Pick it up, break it down. The love booties about to win the crown. The love booty never make me frown. The love booties, wow. love booties never make him frown. That's a very basic bitch shit. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not. Good. This is pretty brilliant though, because this guy, it, it's very strategic. Oh, I Every agree with Every other rapper, it's all about big asses. So he realizes there's an underserved market, and if he caters to that, he gets all the little booty he wants. I guess. 
They're just waiting for somebody <laughs> to sing their praises. He comes along and they're all going to flock to him. He's going to be having a they're, they're going to break down his door to fuck him. I don't dispute that. That's it's brilliant. a shit song. Sure, but it's what it's the only little booty song. The bar is right. very low. Well, we'll see now. Maybe yeah, there'll maybe be a flood of them. Starts a trend. <laughs> but I bet he's just drowning. Get up right now and see what throw that truck right now. Watch out! Where is the? I want the. I need. Terrible. Hey, you know, there's something for everyone. Maybe he really does like the little Oh, booties. I don't dispute that. If, yeah. you, if you like little booties, go ahead. That's your thing, you know. Enjoy what's, it. What's his name? Who's the artist? By the way, someone uh, pointed out in our Discord that uh, we just turned off a song because of pedal lyrics, and now we're talking about little booties. Well, <laughs> a little booties on adults. He didn't specify. It's trap. Oh, he must have thought we were talking about like children booties. You know the ones you put on babies' feet. Oh, oh like baby booties. <laughs> I love little booty. Tri- trip, a uh, trap Beckham, featuring DJ Pretty Ricky. Oshkosh Pagosh overalls. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's back to the pedophile stuff. Exactly. <laughs> I back to it. I don't think we ever left with the little booty, little booty. Uh, we have uh, some voicemails. Oh, good. That's Four babies farting hey, in a bobsled. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Hey, random Rob. Nothing but the best Noah. Oh. Uh, Cyclone Sydney and defensible Darren Delgado. Oh, wait, is it Cyclone This is Jonathan from Texas. Uh, just leaving you a quick message. Wanted to say congrats again to Rob on uh, Bobka. That's, oh, that's really you. awesome that you uh, rescued her from Korea. All uh, by I'm myself. Sorry, I didn't get a chance to listen live this week, so... Uh, if you guys already talked about it, you can, I guess, in the message here. But if not, I wanted to see how it was going. I know having puppies are a big adjustment. Yes, Rob I know, gave birth to puppies. Uh, with my youngest dog when she was a puppy, living in Utah, shoveling snow in the middle of the night so she could be potty trained on grass and not snow. So I know you do oh. crazy things for him because you love him so much. Anyway, I know you'll be a great pet parent. I'm sure that... You don't know. Uh, Darren, Noah, and Sid, all of his pet owners as well, will give you some great guidance if you haven't had one in the past. But anyway, all the best. Good luck. Take care, guys. Thanks for all you do. I would say I'm an ex-pet owner. I have two cats that live at my mother's house, but I cannot have them at my current house. You're a fish. But you've raised... The fish died. Didn't I, I speak about this? Fish. We got another fish and it died. Oh, I don't know that we knew that. It got no. stuck in um, no. one of the little like like apparatus in the tank that oh. he was supposed to swim through. He got strangled. Jesus little fishies matter. Yeah. So it happens though with beta fish. Like mm-hmm. they're small and they get entangled. You in need the, an alpha fish. Like you can't be there. Like if we happen to be home at the time, like we might have caught it, but oh, you have to leave sucks. the house occasionally, yeah. and they swim through these little like bushes or whatever you put in there, and they're very small. They can get they can get strangled and asphyxiated. <laughs> Wow. He was all blue. Oh. It was a red fish. It was all blue. That sucks. I'm sorry. That sucks. I was very upset, but like, I feel like we need to get more. If we're going to have fish, we need to get like more substantial <laughs> fish because mm-hmm. I feel like there's a very high rate of turnover. And it's depressing. Like yeah. These fish have personalities. Like You don't yeah. understand. Like mm-hmm. They swim right up to you when you're going to feed them. They're like, you know, a yeah. little mini. I don't say they have the emotional connection of dogs or cats, but they, they do have something there, and it's mm-hmm. very sweet, you know? Well. I had a little betta fish named Plankton for two years, and we would, like, play. Like, he would follow my finger on the 
like fish tank. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then I expanded his fish tank. I wanted to get him like a nicer home, and then he died afterwards. Oh. I was so upset. Two years is a long time to have a freaking beta fish. That's sad. Oh. Yep. But everybody dies. <laughs> the end of the us. episode. <laughs> <laughs> was that our only voicemail? Oh, we had one more. Can we hear that one? No. Hey everyone, this is Kevin from uh, Central Valley, the armpit of California. Uh, I <laughs> just want to let you guys know that I appreciate everything you guys do. Uh, you. you guys are freaking hilarious. You guys oh, keep me entertained all day nice. long. I'm currently listening to you guys on uh, Google Play, so I don't get all the the back shows or anything else. We're or, working on it. You know, the new ones don't really come out for me. I can't listen to you guys when you guys are live yet. I'll figure that out later. But uh. Just want to say thank you and uh, keep it up. You guys are hilarious. And uh, wanted to ask you guys one quick favor. If you guys could How possibly many? check out my melodic death metal band. Oh, called this was Brangler. a plug. What's it called? D-R-E-N-G-R. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, whichever. We have two sample songs out. We're not looking for you guys to post or anything else like that. But if you guys could just check it out and maybe uh, – let us know what you guys think for our genre. Same. We're new to the scene. We've all been in prior bands for a lot of years. They're nude uh, on the scene? We'd really appreciate it. He sounds a little bit like Sean. Anyway, like I said, thank you guys oh, very much. And, uh, you guys I have a good one. On he sounds like sober Sean. Yeah. Prager U? Is that what he's talking is he about? Like, but, uh, Dennis Prager? But, uh, yeah. Prager U is Dennis Prager's shitty oh, like online university oh, that God. puts out the back shows or anything else. Or, you know, and uh, wanted to ask you guys one Prager. quick favor. If you guys could possibly check out my oh. melodic death metal band. Let's just talk over it. It's so called Dranger. 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 You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, California. Stinger. Dranger. Still uh, not Dranger. Did you just go to Bandcamp or did you just. Oh. How about just searching that word? Oh, it means something, so that's not going to help. Dranger Band. Oh, I found it. Does it mean something racist? I didn't look at what it meant. I went navigated right away from it. Do you want to hear this? I got it. Sure. You want Call of the Valkyries or a Warrior's Revenge? Warrior's Revenge. Now, before I play this, let's predict what this sounds like. Well, he said, what did he say? Melodic death metal? I imagine I imagine it's Falconer. Okay. Let's see. No. I don't think so. I think it's heavier. <laughs> I get it. Sounds well recorded, given that. Sounds like a band that Frank was in early on in his career. Really? Which band? Is this Frank and the Godler tones? Because that was he was very experimental then. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it, so, so these are the two. These are you're the two experts on this. Would you listen to this? 
No, I don't like the vocals. The yeah, vocals. Yeah, I was just gonna it. say the the, yeah. vo- the the goofy vocals. You gotta just stop. Like that I doesn't. I don't mind the vocals. Uh, I I don't mind vocals like that, but just it didn't it didn't all connect. I think what what bothered me was that 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 section of the song just kind of took way too long. Like mm. I wanted it to change. A so little bit. Was... you're saying there was no progress in this progressive. It <laughs> 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 was regressive. The progress, the progress didn't come quick enough. I didn't really mi- like, I don't mind it. I think I would probably want to listen to some other stuff to make a more educated decision, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to like now scan to like four minutes into the song. Okay. To see if it Let's changes. see if it's the same riff. Yep. It's like different, but not enough that it needs to be. I don't I like mind the way it. the guitar sounds, but yeah, everything else. Yeah, it's like it's got a little, oh, oh. like a hint of dark tranquility. Something's happening here. A double bass, but not very prolific. Maybe get like a like a female voice to accompany this one. This is like Lars Ulrich playing double bass. He did say all the members were in other bands before for a long time. Maybe it is Lars Ulrich. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's that one. Let's hear their other song. Maybe it's better. Probably not. This is not how Thrash It or Trash It goes, but we'll make an exception. Yeah, it's not. It's impromptu. I already like this better. Uh Uh-huh. It's faster. We're listening to another song. Rob went to blow his nose. You blow your schnabuli, your metal shenaz. <laughs> your mother, he said, you gotta blow your schnabuli. You gotta booger it. <laughs> I'm digging this Amana Marth part. This is much better than the first song. Sid, bad pick. Come on. You had a coin flip. I went with the more interesting sounding name. What if this is about the ultimate war? A warrior's revenge. I thought that was the first song. Oh, this is a Warriors. Event. Oh, that's the one I picked. Oh, did I hit the wrong one? I'm sorry. So you picked right. Yeah. I apologize. Humbly apologize. Oh, yeah, I actually like this much more. Yeah, me too. Sid was I still right. don't like the vocals though. That's. I feel like that's just something I'll never get over. Like it's not this guy's vocals. It's just he's going for no, this. I, I like it here. Did we hear what the guy does in the band? I don't think he said. All of their uh, the listed artists are by like their first names. It says Kevin, Michael, Jason, and George. They don't want people to know. First song, I don't blame them. Little Dringer, everybody. Dringer. Check him out on Landcamp. Dringer. D-R-E-N-G-R. Yeah, I like this. I thrashed it. Okay. Yeah, I thrashed it as well. Awesome. Sid? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. We're not sending him anything, though. No, fuck no. <laughs> but I will thrash it as well. Unanimous thrash. And was the first song a unanimous trash? I don't know. Was it for me? It was a trash. I trashed it. Yeah. Noah. 
first song. Definitely lead with this one. This is the one you want to send on your demo. Yeah. No, I mean, I thrashed the first song. Oh, really? I would say delete that song. Just burn every copy. <laughs> it's terrible. I think it just needs to be like a little better produced. And like, sing songs. Sing the lyrics. Don't. Shut up. This is fine. Be, or get like another vocalist, like Scar Symmetry. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Like what? Like why have vocals you gotta get at the all? Al- just get the album and read the lyrics, and you'll know. But I want to viscerally like hear the lyrics sung to me. Isn't that part of it? It's just when people go to shows of bands like this, do they sing and they sing along? Do they sing along in the growl or do they sing um, along in their normal voice? I've heard no, bands that growl, growl and oh, I've heard seen them do that. Yeah, like they'll just, they just do mouth the, it. Oh no, no, like they're yeah. all excited, you know. That is horrendous. I'm so glad I don't go to those shows. Well, do you go to even, any shows though? Yeah, yeah I was gonna I say I don't go even go to shows yeah, go to of bands of shows. He goes to Jeff Rosenstock yep. shows and then he what tells me that, show and then he tells me that Chris Gethard walked on stage so that I could use <laughs> that today to look cool. Because, oh, I saw Jawbreaker a couple weeks ago. Okay, I'm going to show shortly. I'm going to see Weird Al oh, uh, nice. at the Apollo. And I'm very excited about it because he is doing a tour where he doesn't play any of his hits that he usually plays. The deep cuts. Deep cuts or really old hits that he doesn't play anymore. What would be an example of like an old hit? Oh, an old hit like like a surgeon, I would say probably. Oh, that's cool. That he never plays that live, or if he does, it's like with it. He does because he has such a catalog. He's got like 25 to 30 years of shit. So he does like a, me- a medley of some of his old hits. Nice. And sometimes like that will be in it, but most of the time it's not. And a lot of like originals that aren't parodies, I'm sure he's going to do. Nice. Very excited. It's like a more intimate than the, the places he usually plays. And he said they're going to be sitting down most of the time and no costume changes. So he said, this tour is for us. You know, <laughs> this is not for the fans. If you want to come and enjoy it, it's okay. But this is like... Just for us to it, like, kind of wank off and just enjoy our. He didn't say that because he's very family friendly. Yes, but. <laughs> he's fifty-eight years old. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, well, listen, his first album. Well, it came out in eighty-three, but all the material was written in like nineteen eighty. Yeah, I can't so. tell if fifty-eight seems young for what I thought or old for what I thought. I, th- I well, that's like a weird. He looks Al great for fifty-eight, yeah. though. I feel that rhymes. Yeah, it, it seems like he hasn't aged in yeah. twenty years. I just don't like that. Like his look now, I just feel like it's just, pardon the pun, it's very weird. Like I don't think he does. He still have like the long curly. Yeah, like it's like a little. And he's got that like sort of what looks like an advancing hairline. Like his his sort of his part is way down the middle of his forehead. Mm. I just doesn't. I liked his like original Weird Al look. I know he doesn't wear glasses. He got LASIK and all that. That's fine. But mustache. You want the mustache? Mustache, no mustache. I think worked for him. I don't get it. But it's you know he's done a lot of made my life very happy in his own way. So I don't. It's a minor nitpick. Yeah, maybe he's just over the mustache. That's fine. He can do what he wants. He's an amazing talent. Do you have a favorite Weird Al song? Do you have an all-time ranking? I, I can't give you. A, I can't give you like one song because I I go back and forth all the time but i feel like my favorite uh weird al album i would say is between um oh god so straight out of linwood i think would be one that's the 2006 album and like from the older stuff in 3d the one that had eden on it and the one that had the the uh eye of the tiger parody which is great like that's a deep cut that he never plays 
And it's really great because like the, the parody. It's the Ryo the Kaiser. He works in a deli now. Rocky <laughs> gave up five. This is what happened in the fucking movies. <laughs> this is a song that came out in 1984. Wow. And the song is it's like the sixth. It's called theme from Rocky 13. Right. <laughs> but it's it's like basically what happened in Rocky six. Like he quit fighting. He's too old. He's too fat. He's too weak. And he opens up a deli. In the movie, he opens up an Italian restaurant. Yeah. Sort of sounds like the plot for the beginning of The Wrestler also. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's Except he didn't like open that. up that deli. He just works there slicing <laughs> and himself. Oh, you found it? Here it is. <laughs> Might be my favorite Weird Al parody. Wait, the album is called In 3D. Is in that, 3D. That's nothing that, to do with uh, that. Oh. Before, this came out before I was even uh, appended that moniker. Before you were even 1D. Yes. No, I was uh, like 10 years old. I know, but is 3D in honor of this album? Since you're no. Song? Oh. No. Nothing to do with it. It was my wrestling name. But like, so you said you go back and forth between a few. What what are the ones you go back? And forth? Uh, you mean songs yeah, song, or? Songs. I guess White and Nerdy is one of my favorite parodies. Um, one more minute is my number one all time favorite non parody original song. It's like a fifties doo wop song, but about like ha- it basically it's like I'd, all these different lists of torturing himself that he'd rather do than spend one more minute with the woman that like dumped him <laughs> or whatever. So it's like I'd rather clean all the bathrooms in Grand Central Station with my tongue than spend one more oh. minute with you. Mm-hmm. Shove ice picks under my tongue. It's basically the whole song is yeah, how, yeah. how he would torture himself. That would probably be my favorite non-parody. My favorite is, uh, I mean, it's, it, it's, I feel almost a precursor to White Nerdy, which was, it's all about the Pentiums. Oh, yeah, that's a good, that's a parody, though. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's all about oh. the Pentium. Oh, my favorite parody, I mean. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a great one. That's <laughs> very much enjoy it. And um, the one, the Christmas at Ground Zero, you ever hear that one? Like Christmas Carol about after the nuclear holocaust. No, that's a really good one. <laughs> Nothing to do with 9-11. Was oh, thank God. Before that. He we have our doesn't own. play that one anymore. No, I haven't heard that one. Yeah. No, not live. Probably <laughs> won't play it at the Apollo either. <laughs> Unless cut. someone requests it. Mm, even still. I'll request it and let you know how you it might goes. Get, be afraid of getting in trouble. Oh, because of Ground Zero being in it? Yeah. What is this uh, clown core? Oh, it's a lovely new band. Lovely has a new band? (laughs) 
<laughs> Lovely is not involved with it. There's a picture. Was a there's a picture of them playing in a porto potty. Well, yeah. So they look like juggalos. There, but it's like the music sounds like Mr. Bungle or like Pig Destroyer. It's very weird. I'm gonna play it. It's only a two minute song. The song is called Hell. Okay. Here I got it. Here it is. It sounds good so far. It's, it's giving me a PTSD. Sax or is it like a honk, like a honky no- nose, like a clown nose? Oh, you're right. It does sound like a honky. I can definitely see the Mike Patton influence. Mr. Bungle. A little Kenny G influence. A little Jerry Rafferty. It's sort of like non-metal crotch duster. Oh, it's trio scapes now. <laughs> Alex Skolnick trio. Sax solo. No, I think this is just letting the air out of a balloon. Oh, it's a concept album. <laughs> it's like a metal Captain Beefheart. Yeah, I'm into it. Oh. This is. I a, hope they release more. It's a duo. Who are they? No, nobody knows. Oh, it's like the residents. They, they only. Yeah. The, the only. It's a Twitter account. The only people the Twitter account is following are three different Brendan Fraser fan pages. <laughs> okay. This is like blend boldly blending two things everybody in the world fucking hates jazz and clown. <laughs> but it uh, works somehow. Yeah, the result yeah. is like I guess a negative times a negative is yeah. a positive. How'd you find out about this, Rob? Uh just a friend of mine sent me this tweet and it was like, I think you should write about this. That friend was right. Is that friend in the band? Is that no. secret? Ah. He said he's not in the band. He you claims. Know, is he in any uh, Brendan Fraser fan page? <laughs> yeah, how do you feel? I should ask him how he feels about Brendan Fraser. But no. So Clowncore, they're wonderful. Mm-hmm. Worth checking out. One of the great bands we talk about on the Great Metal Injection. Use your microphone voice. From the Yankee Stadium. <laughs> the great Yankee Stadium. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Well, there was some other stuff I want to talk about. It is a janky stadium. It is, yeah. Very janky. Isn't it new? Oh, it's new. It's just janky. <laughs> yeah. But by virtue of the people that attend. Games. Oh, I understand. Uh, so somebody did a mashup of Stevie Wonder, you know, a good artist, uh-huh. and Disturbed, you know, not a bad artist. <laughs> but the mashup is pretty good. Well, adding Stevie Wonder to anything makes it better. What's So these are disturbed riffs. Oh, is that what this is? I thought these were these are not Stevie Wonder riffs. Is this in David Trainman singing? No, that's Stevie Wonder. Should have known when it was on. That's that's David D. Raymond. 
How do they do this? Yeah, I don't know how they get the raw track to put. Do they just isolate it themselves? It's this one guy, DJ Cumberbutt, who does amazing mashups. He's done a lot of them. There was one that was Stevie Wonder and Slayer that was really great. Oh, uh, Marvin Gaye and Slayer, yeah. No, there was Stevie Wonder. I know the Marvin Gaye one. Oh, really? Was also, also a Slayer and Stevie Wonder, which I think was Superstition, maybe? To the to Raining Blood? Sad but Superstitious? Uh, oh, that's Metallica. Yeah. But they were, all right, maybe play that. But there was also a South, Slayer one. Uh, yeah, the Slayer one is South of Grapevine, which is the Marvin Gaye. No, but I thought, I'm pretty sure there was a Slayer and, well, whatever. This is a Wax Audio, which is a different mashup guy, but also very good. Oh, they're the ones that did that um, Britney's, uh, not Britney, uh, Destiny's Child and Nirvana one. That was really good. Smells like Bootylicious or something. I never heard that. Very superstitious. Oh, yeah, I've heard this. This is great. The best mashup ever. Somebody did a full album. I feel like we may have played it on the show before. Wu Gazi. Oh yeah. Wu Gazi and Wu Tang Clan. That was fan fucking tastic. How do they extract, if anybody listening, because we have some people who are studying audio, how do they extract the audio tracks from the rest of the music? Well, the audio track could just be the karaoke No, but like the the singing. The vocals. The vocals. Like how do they get the... They might get it from like someone who had it from the board when they recorded it. Like that floats around sometimes. Well, they're not making money off of this, are they? I don't know. This came out like years and years ago. We played this on our yeah. college radio station. There you go. It sounds cool. like in Vogue. Yeah. Ah, this is Slayer and Marvin Gaye. Although this is immediately reminding me of South of Trek. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can't hear it any other way. It's copyright. Give me some Mugazi after this. Works so good. Sounds almost Tom Araya-ish. Editing on the video is really good too. Oh yeah, I remember that. Just the day the second coming arrives. Before you see the light, you must die. And then Marvin Gaye did that. <laughs> <laughs> well, was it before or after you saw the light? You saw the, the gun flash. Oh no, we stabbed or what was the story? Was it a gun? I can't remember. I think it was a gun, but I'm not sure. His father, Don't right? A father-in-law yeah. or his father? I think father. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. Had second hands. Moms bounced on old men. So then we moved to Shannon Land. A young youth, you're rocking the go to. No goose, only way I begin to G York was drug loot. And let's start it like this, son. Rolling with this one and that one. Pulling up gats for fun. But it was just a dream for the team who was a fiend. This is one of my favorite Fugazi tracks, but it sounds nothing like any of their other songs. It's a B-side off of their soundtrack to their documentary. It's like a studio outtake, but it is fantastic. A lot of rap music on this show. Uh, but this is actual good rap music. We played a lot of... Stuff. Sorry, Little Booties Matter is a cl- instant classic. Says somebody with, well, I can't even jokingly say you have a little booty. I'm sorry. I take it back. He has three booties. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? We're just about to get to the chorus, Rob. done as well. I try to think of like what old Dirty Bastard would be up to if he was still alive. But like honestly, if he didn't die when he died, there'd have been like 20 other times when he would have. There's still yeah. no way he'd be alive. Right. Now. He'd never survive that obstacle course. Yeah. He'd be hosting the Joker's Wild like Snoop Dogg. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's a natural triple. I can't believe that's like a real thing that. Uh, so bad. That, I mean, Snoop Dogg will do anything. Yeah. Me. Make that money. Yeah, I don't begrudge him that yeah. either. But that show, like, first of all, The Joker's Wild was on when I was a kid. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like a late 70s, early 80s show. And it was just the last thing you would expect to be rebooted with Snoop Dogg. It was like this stoic, like, quiz show no. that the guy was just, like, very stuffy, you know? Like I imagine was, yeah. somebody was just high really late at <laughs> night watching the game show network. <laughs> I was like, imagine if Snoop Dogg hosted this. But that's the thing. And See, he's a, he made it happen. I don't know, and I'm a huge fan of game shows. I'm like a game show maniac, and I follow this stuff, and I don't remember the Joker's Wild airing anywhere mm. in reruns for the last, like, 20 I years. See. But, I mean, it could have. I yeah, could be I wrong. Know. Well, also, he had that show with Martha Stewart where it was like a cooking show. Right. See, that I buy more than the Joker's Wild. Yeah. It's just him. You know, everybody's got to eat, yeah. right? I'm saying, like, but I just feel like that Joker's Wild just mm. did not yeah. fit him at all. And all the questions are, like, Snoop Dogg-themed also. Really? Yeah, it's like, who, who, which anecdote of these two did Snoop Dogg actually do? <laughs> or whatever. Which like, of these crimes was Snoop Dogg <laughs> actually accused of? Some of it is, like, kind of shit like that. 
Which which uh, West Coast gang was Snoop Dogg famously affiliated <laughs> yeah, Bloods with? Bloods or crew. And if you say the wrong answer, he fucking pulls out a gat and like fucking shoots you in the asshole. You know how this show probably happened? He TBS probably had a meeting with Snoop. And they're like, we want to work with you. We want to do some kind of show with you. But we don't have any ideas. Yeah. We do have this Rolodex of intellectual property that we own the rights to. <laughs> so we'll just read off a bunch of old show names. And the first one that sounds good to you, that's what we'll do. Ah, Mr. Just, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> and file Green Acres. Green. Oh, that actually might be a better match for him. That would work <laughs> on so many levels. But they got to Joker's <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's fine. All right, let's do that. I and did want to. I did want to play one more match. Tom Square. <laughs> <laughs> Oh! You got Fuck me. Fuck out of here. Louder. It's been like a year or two since we played this. Like, no. It's on fire tonight. Feels like it. It's probably been a month. Metallica. Snoop Dogg. Joker Wild. <laughs> it's been a year or two since we played... Um, Oh god, I forgot the name of it. The Lou Reed Metallica. Oh, Lulu. Yeah, that's I played a couple of drops from it last week. So. This podcast ain't over. Yo, whip it, boy! I like that. Drop right on your motherfucking face. I don't even remember. Let's see if we can find it. You were just about to get about to get to it. Rockstar baby, born in the USA. Unlike Noah and Sid. Yeah. hip-hop soul. It's our podcast today. Here it comes. Here comes James. Oh, this is oh, no. There, It's coming up. It's like the bridge or something. Do you want to tell our new... Newer viewers, what this is all about. Uh, they, when Metallica was recording Saint Anger, they just had an extra session, and uh, they wanted to collaborate with a hip hop artist. Or, no, uh, Swizz Beats, who's a hip hop producer, he was doing was doing an album, a full length album, and they were all collaborations between, you know. Two people you wouldn't expect together. Right. And so he got Metallica to agree to give some vocal stems and a riff or two, and he turned it into a song and brought Ja Rule in to rap over it. Yeah. And yeah, our, it and our and theory is that they were never in the same room to collaborate. Right. They, oh, were, they literally theory. were. Yeah. There's a behind-the-scenes oh, video. Oh. It's known <laughs> where they show that they're in two different locations okay. recording. Confirmed. <laughs> Oh, oh we missed face. it. Go back, go back, go back, go back. <laughs> oh, rip that rip. smile. Rip that smile right off your face. <laughs> James, no one is smiling. <laughs> that would be it is fucking shit. No. I mean, I guess we're laughing at it. Yeah, that's smile. Maybe that's yeah. the, he predicted they that everyone laugh would laugh. At me. <laughs> This is peak, like, early to mid-2000s, yeah. I disappear, Metallica yeah. era. Danger Escape Land says, I would have paid to see this at Fire Festival for yeah. sure. With Bob Rock on the bass. <laughs> Jaw's hot right now. 
<laughs> Rip your fans off for tickets. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. did it. Took your money. That's probably what they were singing in the green room. Oh, rip that buck right out your wallet. <laughs> All right. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to get out of here. It's been a lovely episode, and Lovely was listening live, so it all worked out. Yeah. And I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank Sid. You're welcome. He's my guy today. Aww. I want to thank Carlo Valdez for calling in. Why do you have to say it with a fucking accent? The He's dude's from California. Come on now. Carlo I, Valdez. You mean saying it with a proper pronunciation? That's, that's Valdez. Carlo is very proud of his Mexican heritage, by the way. I read that in an interview as I was preparing for this. That's I'm not saying he isn't. I'm just saying we don't need to throw on a fake accent oh. to say his name. Fake. Okay. He's he's proud of his heritage and Rob's selling it right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry if that was that was not my intention. I'm just I want to mention, of course, once again, we have our Discord chat. If you go to this livecast's episode on metalinjection.net slash livecast. There will be an embed of the chat and you could just chat anytime during the week. It'll be very fun. You could also, of course, leave us a voicemail with the SpeakPipe app or uh, send us a voice memo. Record a voice memo with your phone and send it to hatemail at metalinjection.net. You could also just type an email to hatemail at metalinjection.net or follow us on social media, facebook.com slash metalinjection livecast and twitter.com slash mi livecast. T-shirts. We have a ton of t-shirts, a few new ones. You can go to metalinjection.net slash livecast, hit the merch button. We have a robber shirt, Mama Raba, a po- I Poop So Much, Sal the Jerk Off Barber, Noah, a very cool Noah Jiu-Jitsu shirt, uh, Noah I Just Want the Meat shirt, Comic Sans Pride, lots of fun shirts. You can also get all the designs on iPhone cases, sweatshirts, mugs. notebooks, mugs, lots of cool stuff. We'll be back Whoa, next just for men. Thursday, and in that time, make sure to pick up some Just for Men. What's the promo yeah. code, Noah? You go to JFM. Off your back! I was just about to say that. JFM. Bestbeard.com. JFLBestbeard.com. Yeah! Use Bestbeard25 to get 25% off your purchase. Bestbeard.com. Oh, that's all right. And all y'all ladies. Bestbeard25. Never mow your grayest beard. <laughs> All right. We will hopefully, you will hopefully hear us next week. Yes. Till then. Ta ta. You wanna. You wanna. You wanna hot body? You wanna I think so. You wanna Maserati? You better work this. What? You wanna Lamborghini? What? Sit in martinis? What? Look hot in a bikini? You better work this. What? You wanna live fancy? Live in a big mansion? What? Party and free? Of course. You better work this. What? 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 Now get your work this. Of course. Oh yeah. Uh, of course.
What? Here comes the big beat. What? Big beat to black out. What? No time to quit now. What? Just time to get it out. What? Pick up what I'm looking for. Oh, yeah. Pick up what I'm looking for. What? You want a hot body? You want a blue body? What? You want a Maserati? What? You better work, bitch. Of course. You want a Lamborghini? What? Sit in martinis. What? Look hot and a big kitty. What? You better work, bitch. Of course. You want a red fence? What? Live in a big mansion. What? Party and friends? What? You better work, bitch. Of course. You better work, bitch. What? You better work, bitch. What? You better work, bitch. What? Now to work, bitch. What? Mayhem month? What month? Check one, two. All right. Darren. All right. Rob. All right. Sid. All right.